You are listening to the Crossing Anchor Podcast in Detroit, Michigan. So glad to have you with us today. If this encourages you or helps, please share the word and bless others as well. Let's start with today's content. Hey, everybody. So excited to have you with us today as we continue in this brand new series, Planted, all about being rooted in the house of God. And I have a question for you today. Do you want your life to flourish? Do you want your life to flourish? The dictionary definition of the word flourish is, listen to this, to grow luxuriantly. To grow luxuriantly. To thrive. Do you want your life to grow luxuriantly? I think, I think we all do. In 2021, I'm shooting for a life of luxury, if you will. Now, I want my life to flourish. I want to see God's blessing in my life. I want to see it in my family. I want to see it in my business. I want to see it in my relationships. I want to see it in my workplace. I want to see it everywhere. I want my life to flourish. And there is a way for that to happen. The book of Psalms talks about our lives doing just that. Psalm 92, we're going to read today, and I've called today's message as we continue this planted series, let's get botanical. Let's get botanical. Psalm 92, 13, sorry, verse 12, that's where we'll start. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Did you see the key to flourishing? It's in verse 13, that if we want our lives to flourish, that we need to be planted in the house of the Lord. I'm telling you, there are some of you today who are not seeing the blessing that God wants to bring on your life. You're not seeing the flourishing, the growth, the maturity that you want to see in your life. And I'm telling you right now, it's because of this. You maybe are not planted in the house of God. So today I wanna talk with you about what that means. And I wanna give you what the Bible says are the benefits to being planted in his house. Also, as we go through this series, you're going to also hear things about what makes our house, this expression of church called Cross and Anchor Church, what makes our house unique? What are our identity and core values, if you will? And I want you to know that because I gave a talk a couple weeks ago about vision. It's called Vision Sunday. We talked about where we're going in the future, but that was a lot of the what And I want to tell you a lot of the why behind why we do what we do. And Proverbs, it says that without vision, Proverbs 29, 18, the people will perish. And so I want to make sure you know our vision. But today I want to start off this message by talking about the importance of being planted. I also want to encourage you that if you're new to Cross and Anchor or you're just checking this out, I want to encourage you, why not for the next three weeks, would you commit to being here? Commit to watching 
on the weekends. You don't even have to get out of your your bed. You could be in your bed, you could be in your couch, but just commit on the weekends to say, I am going to be a part of these services. And right now we're meeting online. We do have an in-person meeting once a month, and I'm excited about that coming up on the 31st. But while we're not meeting every week in a building, will you commit to being here and just see if God doesn't bless your life through it? And if he doesn't, money back guarantee. But let's be planted over these next few weeks. Okay, in order to be planted, that means, in case you didn't know how plants work, that your roots have to go down into the soil. Plants have a root system. And I've done so much research on plants and roots in preparation for this series. I know way more about plants than I ever did before, although I definitely am not a botanist. I know a thing or two about root systems and how they work. And in order for a plant to thrive, it has to have its roots go deep, not just in any soil, but in good soil. If a plant is really gonna live up to its full potential, then it's gotta be able to absorb nutrients. It's gotta be able to get water. It has to have access to sunlight, to air. It has to have a few things in place in the environment that it's in for it to become everything that it was destined to be when it was just a little seed. Listen, God has a purpose and a plan for you. He has something that he's written on the inside of you. He has designs for your life that he intends to come out of it. And he wants to grow that as you are planted in his house. So what soil do you need to be planted in? Well, the verse tells us in Psalm 92, 13, it says that we need to be planted in the house of our Lord. What does that mean? Well, back when this was written, there would have been a temple that people would have gone to to worship God or a tabernacle. And that's what everybody would have considered to be the house of God. Well, now in our days, God actually lives inside of us. We have become his temple. But we aren't just his temple individually. We're his temple collectively. Meaning that when we gather together, we form the house of God. And so for you to be planted in the house of the Lord means that you need to be planted and connected to a body of believers. You need to be connected to a church. Now, why is this so important? Well, because without it, you're not going to experience all of God's blessing for you. This isn't the only verse that talks about a similar concept to being planted and rooted in the house of God. You need to let your roots go deep. You need to be in the right kind of soil. So I want to talk to you today about how the soil that you're planted in is going to affect your growth. The soil that you're planted in is going to affect your growth. You see, if you want to grow, you need to make sure that your roots don't just go deep, but that they're able to be uh, absorbing things like water and nutrients. So when you are a, a plant and your roots are in the soil, you need to be able to absorb water. Listen to what Psalm 1 says. Psalm 1. It says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in the steps in step with wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the, in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, 
and who meditates on his law day and night. That person, listen, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Listen, this is the water that you need for your life. Not an iPad, but the Word of God. The Word of God, the Scripture, is God's water source for your life. And as you're connected to that, and as your roots go deep into soil that's saturated with the water of God's Word, you're bound to grow. When a plant doesn't have access to water, you've seen it. I'm horrible about watering the plants in our house. My wife loves plants. There's plants all over our house. She would buy a new plant every day of the week if she could. I'm not really a huge fan of plants, but I love my wife. And so we have plants all over our house. But if it were up to me to make sure that the plants get what they need to survive, they would all be dead. I, I, I don't water them. I don't take care of them. I don't make sure that they're next to sunlight. I just, and, and when a plant doesn't have water coming to it consistently, it dries up and it starts to wither, and the leaves get really brittle and breakable and hard, and you touch them and it's like they break like glass. Your life is like a plant that needs access to water consistently. If you do not have a consistent intake of the Word of God in the soil of your life, your tree, your plant is going to wither and shrivel up and die. You need to have a consistent ability to get the Word of God into your life. It'll enrich your life. It'll give you refreshment. It'll give you growth. And how do you do that? Well, if you're planted in the house of God, one of the things that we value here at Cross and Anchor Church is that we are not a church that is built on clever ideas and the, the newest theology and the most recent trend. We are a church that is built on the timeless Word of God. I'm not here to preach to you a message of something that I just came up with. I'm here to communicate what God's Word says about our lives. And listen, the things that are the oldest are sometimes the best because they can be timeless. And what God has communicated in his word doesn't change with the seasons, doesn't change with the current climate, with the culture. It's always going to be true. It's always going to be reliable. And if you let it get into your life, it will change you and it will make you grow. And so we're committed here at Cross and Anchor to preach the word of God, whether it's through a book or whether it's topically. Every week, a message is going to come from this book that's going to be relating to our lives. But you can't just have water that comes to you through a preacher, even though that's great. And you need to have that. And, and that's why we're starting a podcast too. It's just another way to have the word of God easily accessible in your life throughout the week as you drive or you go somewhere or you're in your, you know, whatever, working out. But you also need to, on your own, be reading the word of God. Like, this is great. This is a meal. Every weekend is a meal from the Word of God. But can you imagine if you only ate once a week? You would starve. Like, if you went from one week to the next before you had a meal, your body would be malnutritioned. And your, your 
lungs and your body and your muscles, they would all start to atrophy. You need to be having a steady diet of God's word throughout the week. You, you need to pick a, book, pick a book of the Bible and read through it. You, you need to get together with other people and read the Bible. You, you need to have the word of God in your life consistently. And that's why next month, February, we as a church, and we're inviting our team, and you're invited as well, we're going to read through the New Testament in 30 days. And we're going to get on Version Bible app, and we're all going to be able to share it and comment and even hold each other accountable. But we want the Word of God to be in our soil so we can soak it up and receive the benefit of it. Another benefit to being in the soil of God's house is that you're able to share the soil. You're not just one plant in this garden by yourself, but you're sharing this garden and this soil with a bunch of other plants. There's an entire ecosystem that's been formed called the house of God. I was doing some research about these root systems this week, and there's different kinds of root systems. But did you know that forests, the way that they work is that the tree's roots go down deep into the forest soil, and through the soil, the way that these trees are connected is really mind-blowing. They can actually share resources through the soil. They can actually sense when another tree isn't getting the things that it needs or it's going through a, a time of stress, and they're able to share the things that all of the, the life in the forest needs through the soil. Listen, the church, God's house, is a shared ecosystem. It's a soil where we can all benefit from each other, where we can share resources, where we can talk about our struggles, where we can encourage each other, where we can pray for each other. We're only as strong as our weakest link. If we're doing good but other people aren't, then, then we aren't really embodying what it means to be planted in the house of God together. We do well when one of us does well, we all do well. And when one of us suffers, we all suffer. We are connected to each other. And we need to do that. First John talks so much about how we are supposed to be connected and plugged in to the house of God. It says, if you say you love God, but you hate your brother, then you're deceiving yourself. Because people who love God love their brothers and sisters in God. And unless we're connected to each other, how do we show that love that we have for one another? So we're intended to be in this relationship, not just with God, but this relationship with each other. And that's why when our church started, we actually started around a dinner table. We would get together at my wife and I's apartment, and we would just kind of do life together. And throughout our church, we've had dinner parties. And this year, honestly, has been rough when it's come to making community happen with everything that's going on with COVID. But there's still been some form of connection in one way or another. And we want that to continue because we need to be a community. Listen, it's so important that we don't just talk about this, but we do this. And that we don't just talk even about the Bible, but we actually share life together. Like we need to be more than just accountability partners. We need to be like people who are in relationship with each other, that, that we hang out together, that we have 
fun together. And I understand as our church grows, not everyone is able to do that with everyone else, but everyone should have access to that. We need to be sharing the soil together. So these are some qualities that the soil needs to have for our lives to grow as they're planted in the house of God. But then there's some qualities that need to be in the environment around the plant as well. I'll just take a couple. There's actually an acronym, LAWN, which stands for the things that every plant needs, light, air, water, and nutrients. We've already talked about water and nutrients kind of in the soil, but air is something that a plant needs as well. Did you know that the way that the earth works is that we breathe out carbon dioxide and then plants absorb that and then they give us oxygen. Oxygen. Without plants, we wouldn't survive. We need to be able to breathe in fresh air. God has also given us access to the things that we need in the air to survive. God has given us prayer. Prayer. This is how we stay connected in our relationship with God, is that we talk to him like we would talk to a person. We're friends with God. We we have a relationship where we communicate with each other. You could say that prayer is like oxygen for your soul. Because we live in this toxic environment on earth where we're getting inundated with all of this horrible stuff and crazy news and politics and the latest information about what's happening with the Detroit Lions. And, and we just get so sad and depressed. But listen, when we can have our soul come up for air and breathe in the pure air of heaven, it's going to cause our life to grow and to flourish. And we need to be planted in God's house and connected to him through prayer. These are so important. These are some benefits to being planted in God's house, that you have access to great soil that's filled with the water of God's word that that shares an ecosystem with other plants and that also receives the nutrients, the air, the water, and the light that it needs to continue to grow. And if you are not planted in God's house, can I just kind of close out this message by telling you, you are missing out. God has more for you together with others, than he does for you alone by yourself. And if you have yet to experience the goodness that comes from being surrounded by God's people and being connected to his local church, can I just tell you, this is the year for you to do it. 2021 is the year for you to say, I'm not going to be isolated anymore, living a life for God on my own, but I'm going to be connected to God's people. And I understand that there can be an aversion to that, maybe because of bad experiences in the past, or maybe even, to be honest, just because of our own selfishness, that we don't want to put ourselves in the potential of risk of being hurt or having to deal with weird people that sometimes we get connected to in in church or whatever. And so because of that, sometimes we distance ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to let our roots go deep into the house of God. But can I just tell you, You will never flourish and you will never experience the same blessing in your life that you will when you're planted in God's house. Because this is a group effort. Following Jesus is not a solo thing. And I will talk more about that 
as we get deeper into this series. But just know this is the year for you to let your roots go deep. We would love to have you here at Cross and Anchor. That this would not just be a place that you watch or that you attend, but something that you belong to and that you're a part of. And as we share resources and as we are in this soil together, saturated in the word of God, that all of us would see growth in our life like we've never seen before. I believe that 2021 is going to be the year of exponential growth, both for us individually and us as a church. As our our roots go deep and as we feed into each other and build each other up, we're just going to see maturity and blessing and flourishing like we've never seen before. Can we pray together? God, thank you for this simple message from your word that if our roots would go deep and we'd be planted in the soil of the house of God, we would see exponential growth in our lives, that we would see change in our lives, that that we would see people impacted who are connected to us, that we would see lives just radically transformed. And I pray for anybody today who's watching this who's not plugged in to a church, whether it's Cross and Anchor or somewhere else. And I pray that today would be a day where they make a decision, I am going to get connected to a local church because I can't follow Jesus on my own. And I pray, God, that today would be a day that is a line in the sand. And there's something down the road where we look back and say, that was the day that I made that decision to get planted in the house of God. I just thank you, God, for the flourishing that's going to come into our lives as a result. And I pray that we would become a forest filled with, like the verse says, cedars of Lebanon, strong oak trees that are just an incredible force for the kingdom of God. If you're watching this today and you're a believer and you want to make that commitment to be connected to God's house, we would love to tell you more about what's happening through Cross and Anchor and how you can be a part even while we're meeting online. We are going to be meeting in person again regularly very soon, but that's no excuse for us not to be planted. This is not a season where we say, oh, COVID, well, I'm not planted. No, no, no. We need to be planted more than ever in this season. So in the comments below, or just by reaching out to us through email, the email will come up on the screen. We would love to be able to connect with you and talk with you about what it means to be a part of this church and this family, this community. Hey, I love you so, so much and uh, can't wait to see you next weekend. If you have yet to give your life to Jesus, maybe you're watching this and somebody shared a link with you or you're watching it after the fact, well, we'd love to tell you what it means to follow Jesus as well. If you would just, in the box below, in the comments, where you're watching this, just say, I'd like to learn more about God or learn more about Jesus. We'd love to respond with you, to you and let you know how you can be a part of God's family. Um, he gave his son to die for us so that we could be in a relationship with him. And as we believe that, our lives are transformed by that truth and it makes us new people. Thanks so much for being here this weekend. We love you. We'll see you next weekend as we continue the Planted series. Thank you for listening to the Cross and Anchor podcast from Detroit, Michigan. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from and share this with others. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. And let's live our lives on purpose this week.